Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Heart Factor. Yeah, it's uh, Friday, August 2nd. Thanks for coming back with us. I know there was a lot of politics, a lot of debate shit this week. We feel like we covered the shit out of it, but uh, I think we're ready for like a more fun, lighthearted episode. Yeah, we've been jamming a lot of content up your asses, but it's been a lot of political content. So A lot of ass content. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's going to be all news buffet. It would have been a Florida Man Friday, guys, but Florida is kind of weak in the news today. Uh, our boy Will, he's off. He quit his job, and he's on a, an award tour visiting people that he hadn't been able to visit for the last 10 years because yeah, he's, he's been going working back his home, dick off. Going back home for the first time in five years to shake. <laughs> hands and like and like kiss babies yeah he was on a plane this morning and he, he i guess the bartender uh, at the airport poured him a moscow mule with eight shots in it which i thought was illegal but yeah will's having a good time yeah. all right let's get in the news buffet mark take it away today's episode of hard factor is brought to you by policy genius there's a widely held belief that procrastination is a bad thing but life isn't so black and white sometimes procrastination can work in your favor For example, if you need life insurance, but you've been putting it off like I had recently, congratulations. You've managed to procrastinate long enough for technology to make it easy for you. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for insurance online. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. No sales pressure, no hidden fees, just financial protection and peace of mind. Let me tell you, the hard factor boys all need life insurance. Oh, hell yeah. Lots of drinking, lots of live power hours. You never know what's going to happen. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. They got the whole package for you. So if you need life insurance, but you've been busy doing literally anything else but getting it, check out Policy Genius. It's the easy way to compare all the top insurers and find the best value for you. PolicyGenius.com. Nobody wants to shop for life insurance. That's why we made it easy. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's been a lot of news recently about millennials cutting back on drinking, which I think is insane. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed this new trend with like non-alcoholic beers or very low alcohol percentage beers yeah, popping the, up? The session IPAs. Not right. with yeah, millennials, yeah. though, like with, with my alcoholic friends in their 30s that finally have to give it up. Oh, I didn't even I wasn't even getting to that. I meant like in the in like the commercials yeah. and stuff like major beer companies are like. Oh, doing the session thing. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't trick me. What, you, by have friend, you, have friends, you have friends that are drinking this? No, I have friends still, that are... They're still your friends? That I have to quit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're not drinking O'Doul's. Um, you they're, buy an IPA, expect at least 6% alcohol. Don't yeah, exactly. stop tricking us. A session beer? Apparently, it's because... You can drink it all day. They're trying to appeal to Pat's friends and this no, new... No, I my friends have drug problems. Sensible young drinkers. Oh, man. Uh, give me a fucking break. If I go to someone's house party and the host and all their shitty, boring friends are drinking low-calorie, low-alcoholic beers, I'm going to take my 
my 9% Voodoo Ranger Imperials right back home and drink them until I forget those people exist. Yeah. Yep. Also, whether you saw them or not, that's usually the weekend plan for you. Yeah. In Minnesota, you people can or not. In Minnesota, Sometimes you can I just only- work myself up and I'm like, there's people out there <laughs> that aren't drinking. And I got I to gotta make up for it. Also, uh, with Minnesota, what? Yeah. <laughs> You guys hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wes is here. Oh, yeah, sorry. In, 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 I was going to say, in Minnesota, they sell like this low um, alcohol content beer on Sundays as like a punishment. Now people are making, <laughs> making punishment. it. Well, in, yeah. in Russia, they hand out low-calorie beers to people on their way to work to wean them off of the night before on a weekday. Which is so right. Russia I like has that. Right. That's responsible. Yeah. In Minnesota, that's just because people in Minnesota are fucking nuts. <laughs> they live in Minnesota. It's a hard place to live. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, there's another trend that's disturbing. Have you seen these posh cities that are popping up uh, sober bars? What the fuck yeah, is a sober uh, bar? It's the worst. No, it's it's yeah. That's that's it, the worst business. Called a coffee shop. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst business idea I've ever heard. Don't call it a bar. The bar business is tough enough as it is. How do you monetize that? Are you charging people for thoughtful conversation? Yeah, exactly. What are you charging? Like, what if, what like, are they selling idiots candles? You're maxing yeah. out at four dollars a drink. There's you can't charge more than that at a sober bar. Oh, hang on. That was it's, a, it's they, just juice. Hang on. We we're gonna we they provide like thoughtful thi- like people to talk to. Oh my god, dude. Ten, like, ten exotic, minutes to talk to Theodore. Exotic water. Ten hours a minute. Yeah, fuck off. I don't get it. Anyways, there's a silver lining Deal to this story. Deal with your problems the way we all, we all do. <laughs> there's Drink a silver lining to this story because senior citizens who are very wise with all their life experience are doing the right thing and increasing their binge drinking output. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. A new study published in the Journal of the American Geriatric Society, which is a hilarious journal name, says that there has been a 40% increase in the amount of adults that are uh, 65 and older that imbibe in the binge variety of drinking, my favorite kind, mm-hmm. in the past 10 years. That's pretty much it for this story. I mean, good for them, though, right? Like, what else are you going to do at that point? They're retired, and their kids are all disgracing them by hanging out at sober bars, so throw back a few. What do you think What do you think's driving that? I mean, like, more so than previous generations for, of that age. I don't know. Is it the boomers getting the, the, the It's alcoholic? definitely the boomers. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about the boomers. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just... I mean, it just makes sense. It's like, impending doom. I think it's impending sure, doom. Sure, but take me to a retirement community with on-site restaurants, bars, and shuffleboards, and inject me with vodka and STDs. That sounds like the life. Yeah, that might be it. The, the, the retirement communities are just getting a yeah, lot more they're fun. they're getting better. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, That's true. You have no fear of AIDS if you're in right. your middle 60s. And you have like four bars within walking distance. That's true. It's harder to get booze. Not anymore. Imagine right. that. Imagine boning with no consequences, because that's what they're doing. They can't have kids. That's that's what I kind of live my life anyways. I'm not gonna, but <laughs> yeah. next story. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's a tough week for Al-Qaeda, um, as I'm sure every week is tough when you live in caves like rats, planning on how you can murder innocent mm-hmm. people. Um, as their leader, the 68-year-old Ayman al-Zawahiri, I don't care if I'm pronouncing Zawahiri, that right, Zawahiri, yeah, Zawahiri. Um, seems to have a little problem with his heart. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck. Darn it. Yeah. While intelligence officials are not certain the severity of the issue, it brings into question who might be Al-Qaeda's new leader. Apparently, Osama bin Laden's son, uh, Hamza bin Laden was possibly in line to be the next leader. But we didn't kill him yet? No, yeah. Officials believe he is dead because we killed him. Love All right, it. Good. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> good. Yeah. Kill that um, fucking rich kid. Uh, officials also said that Al-Qaeda is still very much a large threat and that senior leaders are, quote, strengthening the network's global command structure in an effort to uh, encourage more attacks on innocent people in the West. Well, so. that's, that's, how you, that's how you get things done. You, you want your platform out there? Go out and uh, commit terror attacks. It yeah. works. So our thoughts and prayers uh, do not go out to Ayman Al Zawahiri's family members during this scary time. Hopefully he dies before he can order any more beheadings. Oh my Fuck God. him and his evil heart. Heart disease. Love it. Nice work. Heart disease. Guys, 21-year-old Samantha Kirshner of Nebraska took a plea deal in Adams County, Nebraska court proceedings earlier this week, okay. which reduced her felony charges to a misdemeanor. Smart move. All right. What were her charges? 
Well, I don't. What were her charges? I'm not really glad you asked because she was charged with felony incest for the banging of her dad. Yeah. Oh, in man. addition, did her dad get any charges? Yes, yeah. we'll get to that. Like, what? In addition, she was also charged with making false statements under oath. I'm guessing in response to questions about her marriage to her dad. Yeah, you lie about that. Yeah. Yo, but if you're married, you I thought you didn't have to like testify. We're going to get to that too. The love, see, this this love story began back in 2015 when Samantha, who was 17 at the time, told her mother it's time she knew who her daddy was, and Samantha's mother obliged the request and introduced her daughter to 35 year old Travis Fieldgrove, whom Samantha's mother identified as her father. Said, so "This is your dad. Yeah, it's high time I get to fuck and, my dad." And right. the most charismatic pedophile incest <laughs> oh, guy man. around. And this guy's not a looker. And look, guys, look, it wasn't love at first sight, okay? The father-daughter pair had a consensual relationship for about three years. This is a pretty fucked up story. Yeah, Samantha and Travis aren't yeah. the type of father-daughter that are just going to jump right into bed with each other, guys. Uh, they wanted to get to know each other first. They're old-fashioned that way. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with this mm-hmm. story. But in September 2018, the pair could no longer deny their explosive sexual DNA, and they began banging. In a police interview, Samantha stated that her dad banging stemmed from a, quote, jealous competition with her half-sister regarding who could have sex with their father first. The other sister wanted to bang the father, too? Oh, yeah. What a conversation. Mm -hmm. Lucky guy. It wasn't long before nosy society with their closed minds started asking questions about the relationship, so the family quickly got married to shut up the haters. But they almost hit a roadblock, guys, because marriage licenses in the state of Nebraska require the names and birthplaces of each person's parents before being approved. Mm-hmm. But luckily, they got it covered, got it yep. covered. Well, luckily, Travis wasn't listed on Samantha's birth certificate. <laughs> so she was only able to uh, so she was able to only write her dad's name once on the document. <laughs> she just writes the, like the uh, like quotation, like ditto marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her grandfather same. was listed there. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they have like, a, is, it, is it the same address as the billing address? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> Travis was sentenced in May to two years in prison and was ordered to not have any contact with his victim. I, I mean, daughter. I, I mean, wife. Mm. Are you done with the story? I'm done. All right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. A seven year old boy from India with about a million times the pain tolerance that I have complained of jaw pains and then was taken to the doctors in the city of Chennai. You know, it hurts if you're complaining about anything in India. Because I got it bad. I go to the doctors if I stub my toe. An x-ray of the poor little <laughs> bastard's mouth revealed a sack embedded in his lower jaw filled with hundreds of abnormal teeth, according to his doctor, Prathiba Ramani. A sack? Yeah, uh, it, it gets worse. After the doctors were done whispering, what the fuck is that in that kid's mouth in their doctor's only consulting room? They decided to perform invasive surgery, and it's a good thing they did because they removed the sack, which contained 526 tiny teeth from the boy's mouth. Yeah, I bet, I bet his mouth was hurting. Were they yeah, hit? Were that's they what hit? I'm saying. Like he, just, he was just like, my jaw hurts. Was he scared of his parents? Were they his teeth? teeth? I don't want to cause you. Yeah, 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 no, they were his teeth, and they were considered they're tiny, but they're considered teeth because they had like the crown, the enamel, whatever else. That's like a superpower. Yeah. Growing that many teeth. He was like a shark's. Like he, sharks were jealous. Yeah, he's half, <laughs> <It's> half shark. Half shark. Romani said the boy for us only. Romani said the boy was suffering from a very rare condition called what the what fuck? the fuck <laughs> compound composite odontoma, which is there's no way that it, there's no way this exists. Before apparently the condition can be caused by this poor fucking kid. Yeah, apparently can be caused by genetics or maybe being around too much radiation. So just a lose lose there for that kid. It's like, hey, good news, you survived past thirty, so it probably wasn't the bad radiation poisoning. Bad news, it's probably genetics. But have fun at your gender reveal party this weekend. We always wondered how he chewed his food so fast. 
shit. All right. So uh, Democratic candidates are pulling out all the stops in an attempt to slow the role of Joe Biden, who has a commanding lead in the polls. Uh, Biden's go-to move has been, of course, reminding voters that he was the vice president for Democratic sweetheart and former President Barack Obama, a move which has been very effective. And now his opponents are attacking the legacy of Obama to win points against Biden. So come the, on. Yeah, the Dems are exactly who we thought they were. You got to yeah. ask they're, yourself right they're, now. They're attacking Obama. Yeah, they're attacking. No, they're, they're attacking Biden for for training. No, for they're starting to attack. They're, Ob- they're, they're, they're saying Obama wasn't. Obamacare and his immigration he policies. Yeah, he wasn't left. Where is Obama right now? No one knows. He's he's I hope he's just on vacation, not looking at he's, the news. He's in the Caribbean. But imagine yeah. knowing you could just do good for the world. And you're just like, ah, I'm tired. Could you believe that? Can you believe this shit? Yeah, it's parasailing. All right. Um, yeah. So during the debates, Obama's name was mentioned uh, over 20 times. I think 23 exact. I'm a, uh, uh, and the opponents attacked Obamacare, as we said, his policy of increased deportations of illegal immigrants. So they kind of almost compared him to Trump's immigration policies. He's like, um, sorry, I couldn't get everything done. I was the first black president. Uh, and I had a, <laughs> yeah. a, not a not a Democratic House and Senate. So it was a little bit tough for me. No, <laughs> sorry. Quit the smoking habit. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, former Attorney General Eric Holder took to Twitter in response to the attacks, saying, quote, to my fellow Democrats, be wary of attacking the Obama record. Build on it. Expand it. But there is little to be gained for you or the party by attacking a very successful and still popular Democratic president. You don't see the Republicans ta- attacking Ronald Reagan. No. Well, it's because he's dead. Democrats need to tighten it up. Yeah. yeah. They well, need Holder, to tighten it up. Holder and Obama are working together right now on gerrymandering. But- Booker was the only guy that was like, uh, we should uh, fuck politics. Yeah, All, yeah, right, next, next yeah. Next All right, guys. Uh, I think we covered this story a little bit when it first broke, but here's an update. Two vigilantes in San Diego are holding over 12,500 electric scooters for ransom. The dynamic duo <laughs> consists of John Henkel, yes. 55, and Dan Borelli, 43, who launched their company Scoot Scoop uh, just over a year ago. Their business plan? Simple. Drive around San Diego in a flatbed truck, picking up scooters that have been left improperly around hotels or other private properties, take those scooters back to their impound lot, and then wait. Heroes. Yeah. I never got to tell you guys after we we bashed, at least Wes and I bashed the scooters, and you're like, no, they're cool, Pat. Oh, they're cool. Uh, the next <laughs> I day, ride them. The next day after we bashed the scooters, the, literally the next day, I'm, I'm working downtown in Austin, and I see... A woman, like a 40 year old woman going way too fast on a scooter. Right. And then another 40 year old woman holding her like seven year old son's hand. And the 40 year old woman who couldn't navigate the scooter clipped the seven year old kid and he went six feet in the air to the point where I almost had to go run over and call the ambulance. And it was just a scene. Wow. The next day after we talked about scooters. Well. As you can imagine, this has really pissed off the scooter company, specifically Lime and Bird, whose fleet makes up the majority of Scooter Scoop's cash. Uh, in a statement, Bird said Scoot Scoop was, quote, unlawfully impounding micro mobility devices and demanding a ransom for their return. Yeah, sounds illegal. Yeah, but the two yeah. men cite sounds a California awesome. law that allows people to impound vehicles when they're improperly parked on private property. Mm. The Scoot Scoop boys are asking the company for 50 bucks per scooter ransom. I have a feeling that Hankel and Borelli are going to mysteriously disappear in the not too distant future uh i have a feeling that they can find a lot of these scooters outside of sober bars parked illegally that's true come to austin fellas all right my last one is a sad and puzzling story coming out of the mean state of ohio 79 year old cat lover nancy seguia a resident of a garfield heights neighborhood has been sentenced to 10 days in jail for accruing several misdemeanors for feeding stray cats. That's an ironic name. It's a heavy sentence. Garfield Heights. <laughs> Good point. Because he was a cat. And they're arresting her for yeah. feeding cats. Yeah. She said, I used to have a neighbor that had a couple of cats and he moved away. So he left them. 
I would always feed them and care for them because I was worried about them and I'm a cat lover. Sure. She wanted everyone to know. You know. Once my neighborhood got upset about it, once my yeah, once my neighbors got upset about it, they called the animal warden. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's uh, it was Seguaya's fourth citation that eventually led to her sentencing. She just couldn't stop feeding those cats and also getting <laughs> caught red-handed somehow. Like, just feed them at night or something. Like, yeah. just leave the food out. Put a bowl out. Yeah, like, put a bowl out. It's not me, Seguaya. They need me. They're um, hungry. It's their feeding time. She went on to say, it's too much of a sentence for me for what I'm doing when there are so many people out there that do bad things. Well said, Nancy. Seguaya is expected to report to I can't pronounce Cuyahoga. this. Cuyahoga yep. County Jail on August 11th, at which point she will likely get hazed by the inmates raining down a chorus of meows and oh, yeah. like fresh fish, but with the, you know, you know what I'm talking about. They know the cat lady's coming. That will also be the same day, August 11th, when the stray cats will start starving to death. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> come back to well, it. They have a dead cat problem yeah. on yeah. a cemetery of dead cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A uh, man camping at Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky became the latest person to come really, 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 really close to proving Bigfoot exists oh. when he attempted to murder Bigfoot in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> well, well, that's the, that's the only way to prove it. Yeah, what are you going to shake his hand? Right. You got to dance that's with him? You got to kill him. You murder him. Um, one eyewitness, Brad Ginn, says he and his girlfriend were awoken by a lunatic and his son who said they were going in to investigate some strange noises they were hearing. And you know what you say when that happens? Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you later. Let us know what works out. Uh, minutes later, the witness said that he heard a gunshot, and when the man and his son returned, he claimed that Bigfoot had emerged from the woods, so he shot the creature. <laughs> you gotta be kidding no, me. No, no. Uh, so rather than go back to sleep with the crazed man and his son so close to their campsite, the uh, couple decided to leave and inform authorities that an insane person who thought he saw Bigfoot <laughs> was loose in the park and was shooting at fictitious beasts in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, Hell of a camping trip for the boy, though. <laughs> good call. The, the boy's got some memories off that one. Is this guy in jail? No, they, I don't think they found him. So no word on whether Bigfoot was wounded, but you can bet your ass the losers from the show finding Bigfoot are on their way to scam their viewers with this one. Yeah, yeah not only that, good call, but I also would probably steer clear of Area 51 because I think that's this guy's next spot. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'll I see the aliens. I don't think we're going to steer clear. I think his drug dealer's house is his next stop. Pat's got a hard on for you on Area 51. I am probably going to be in Area 51 on September 20. Okay. That's my plan. That sounds good. All right, an Australian crocodile farmer, which sounds like a terrible job, was doing an autopsy. Sounds like a very common job. You think? Maybe in yeah. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was doing an autopsy on his crocodile MJ, who had recently expired, when he found the damnedest thing in MJ's stomach. An orthopedic plate used only in human surgeries. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is the type of plate that someone might like get put in to repair a broken bone. Uh-oh. So you can't get away from the crocodile? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, the farmer, John Lever, initially wasn't sure what to make of the hunk of metal, but when he made photos of the device public, he discovered that MJ had been a very bad crocodile. <laughs> he just found like uh, eight different models of uh, um, wheelchairs inside the crocodile. <laughs> so he's picked on MJ was also prejudiced against disabled people. Yeah. In an interview, Lever was quoted as saying, obviously the crocodile has chomped on something and the plate has been left in its stomach with a couple screws. Yeah, that something was part or all of a delicious human. Right. The discovery prompted the Queensland police to open an uh, a missing persons case and, and le- close it. Yes. And <laughs> Open le- and close. And led to a number of people whose relatives had gone missing out of the blue to reach out to see if maybe <laughs> the device belonged to them. What a fucking country to, to live in in Australia. They, they yeah. just discovered a bunch of missing people because of this. No, yeah, right. No, all the people <laughs> whose people missing, went missing. Out there. That's like a serial killer that, that preys on disabled people. He's like, fuck this crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he bought MJ uh, from another farmer in Innsvall, which is about 600 miles 
north of his farm about six years ago. No word on whether Lever or the Australian authorities have been able to get a hold of MJ's previous owner. But if they really want to crack this case, my suggestion would be tracking down the previous owner and asking if they can speak to his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good point. Good the call. first thing you got to ask when you're uh, shopping for crocodiles is, is isn't a man eater. Yeah. It's Anything in this croc that might incriminate me in about six years? Yeah. No, that, that, that previous owner definitely thought he was, yeah. he got away with it. Yeah. 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 Definitely died at like 60 years old. Hilarious. Anyway, that's going to do it for Hard Factor, guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a hell of a week. We had a huge, huge debate show both nights. We really appreciate you guys watching, chiming in, asking questions. Uh, also, we always try to be centered here on Hard Factor. We appreciate you guys bearing with us as we're having leftists and rightists. But we make fun of everyone, so keep that in mind, motherfuckers. Yeah, our guests we can't speak for, but we want guests from yeah, all no, sides. Yeah, you want, you want to hear different yeah. perspectives. That's that's the beauty about Hard Factor. We're guys. the centered yeah, We're the centered ones. Anyway, guys, uh, Will, give him a big congratulations on Twitter. This is his first week without a day job. This is his full-time job, Hard Factor here. You know how you show Will your appreciation? How do you do it? You follow at Hard Factor News, not, oh, not Will. Yeah. You follow at Hard Factor News on Twitter and, and, and buy Instagram. buy a few t-shirts. Yeah, buy a few t-shirts. He loves, he loves t-shirts. Oh my god, he loves watching t-shirts get sold. Anyway, guys, that'll do it for Hard Factor. Have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah!